0: This is the Multi-Orgasmic Mama podcast, the only sex podcast for seven and eight-figure conscious leaders who want to embody their pleasure and have the best sex of their lives again. I'm Tilly Storm, holistic sex and intimacy coach, top 20 sex coach in the world, and your host today. Welcome back, my loves. It's Tilly Storm, and today is an exciting day for me, mainly because you may notice that description of the podcast has changed and that is because the podcast is now taking a bit of a new direction and who i serve and my clients is changing it's been changing the last year but it's finally come to okay i'm super clear about what's going on and who i am here to best and most serve so This podcast, you're going to begin to hear me talk about how it's for conscious leaders and specifically seven and eight figure conscious leaders who have really let their sex life and their relationship be put on the back burner a little bit to come into all of the success that they've been experiencing. This is something that is really near and dear to my heart. I see so many leaders and I'm in contact with many leaders as I work with them myself. I've been on the personal growth and development journey for 16, 17 years now, and I've worked with so many leaders who struggle with this, or who have done a lot of work around themselves, but they haven't specifically addressed their sexuality, and they haven't really embodied their pleasure. And they've done all of this other work around themselves, and yet sexual healing, healing from sexual trauma, uh, really getting themselves embodied, and in their pleasure is the last frontier for them. And I've come to find over this past year that this is who I am here to serve, that this is part of a greater mission, that I have been serving women in the mainstream around moms getting their desire back and experiencing more pleasure. And while I've done really well in that market, I've gotten bored, to be honest with you, uh, that catering to people's pain points, their problems, their what they're struggling with specifically in their sexuality and really addressing lack of desire and libido, inability to orgasm, I've gotten tired and bored with it. And what I have found that really lights me up is to take people who aren't necessarily struggling at all and to work with them to create even more magic, even more manifestation and miracles in their life, to create more pleasure in their life. And that's what has really been lighting me up these past several months, working with people in a more expanded state. That's why I've been talking about the different stages of orgasmic and sexual development, because it really helps you understand what all is even possible and how most people are really in the first stage of reclaiming their sexuality. Uh, But really where I get lit up is when I'm working with someone who is in expansion and wants to go into mastery around their sexuality. And there's so many others out there, so many sex coaches, so many podcasts that are for and specifically address problems and issues and people who are in that place of reclaiming their sexuality. And while that is such important work and I honor that and I love that I've done that for many years, I still do it. And yet I'm really looking for the people and want to be in the field of people who have already done some of that work, but they're really looking to take it to the next level. And they've been on a spiritual path, a spiritual journey, and they want to fully embody their pleasure on a completely magical cosmic level beyond what they ever knew was even possible so you're going to hear me speaking to a different type of person and i hope i don't lose you because of that but (laughs) i'm happy to keep you around but that's where i'm going to be going in my business from here on out so i hope you'll stay along for the journey and if that doesn't suit you or it doesn't vibe with you uh, i'd be so happy and honored if you shared the podcast with someone you knew who was in that place that I am referring to. So something really exciting that I've introduced into the business is a sex goddess quiz. If you want to be an embodied sex goddess, I created a quiz that actually sends you results and that tells you what you need to do based on where you currently are to get to the next level of being an embodied sex goddess. So if you want to find out all about how to become a sex goddess, you can click the link in the show notes or you can head to bit.ly forward slash sex goddess quiz. That's bit.ly forward slash sex goddess quiz, or the link is in the show notes where you can go to that directly. This one is for men or women, so it doesn't matter. Uh, but it will share with you what exactly is going to be required for you to get to the next level and and how you might be able to get to that next level of embodiment of your pleasure and having epic sex. So now that I've shared all of that, thank you so much for listening and witnessing me on my own journey and my own personal growth and development I've been podcasting almost five years now. This podcast is almost five years old. My God, (laughs) I can hardly believe it on November 30th. It will be five years old. So thank you for those of you who have stuck around for my entire journey. I started with a completely different name. I changed my name about three years ago and I, my business has grown so much. I've changed so much. I started as a single mom on food stamps and and my life was in complete shambles when I started this business. I grew to six figures in less than a year and a half and have been doing pretty much the same thing um, after about the second year of my business for the last two or three years. So hence the change, my loves, we all get to grow. (laughs) So without further ado, let's talk about the 15 ways to ensure conscious leaders never have epic sex and relationships again. The first thing is to believe your sex life doesn't affect anything else. Ooh, yes. If there's one thing I could tell you as a conscious leader, the quality of your life equals the quality of your sex. Just listen to that, take that in for a minute because no one has probably ever told you that before and I'm here to spill truth. The quality of your life equals the quality of your sex life. Mmm. And I don't mean the, the sex life where you were 20 something years old and you were going screwing around everybody and having the time of your life, but you were drunk half the time or you were high and you weren't really conscious or aware. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when you are having actual epic sex. So when you're having conscious and aware, amazing sex, then it's very likely that you're having and experiencing an awesome time in your life in general. So if you want to continue to have crappy sex or to ensure that you never have epic sex or an epic relationship, you have to continue thinking that your sex life doesn't affect anything else. And the truth is that the quality of your sex life does affect everything else. It affects everything because it is the foundation of your beingness. It's the reason you're here. Someone else's pleasure is literally the reason that you exist. Without pleasure, without sex, we don't get created. We don't get made most of the time. Of course, there's new ways to have babies these days, but you know and get the gist of what I'm saying. The quality of your sex life, it does matter. And your ability to fully embody pleasure, it matters. And it affects everything. It affects the money that you make the confidence that you have in your life and your ability to go after what you really want and take a stand for it. Now, the second way to ensure that a conscious leader never has the epic sex or relationships again, is to continue prioritizing your career or your business over everything else. I see this so commonly in the coaching space. It drives me a little bonkers because it's interesting how when you are in the coaching space or the consulting space, you're so likely and so ready to make money and so hungry for that and so hungry for success that you'll pay all of the business coaches all the money in the world. But when it comes to embodiment, and I know this because I taught business to other sex and relationship coaches for about a year and a half, and it's interesting how people will throw money into their business but they won't throw it into themselves into their own empowerment and embodiment and how they carry themselves and how they go about in the world that they'll invest in their business, but they won't invest in themselves, not knowing that investing in themselves is investing in their business because they are prioritizing making the money and getting the clients and having the fantastic career more than they're actually prioritizing them and their own pleasure. So if you want to ensure that you never have epic sex or a great relationship, then you get to continue to invest in your business, invest in your career, go get all of the degrees and certifications and the letters behind your name that you think you can possibly stand until you think that you're worthy enough to charge what you want or to ask for the raise that you know you deserve. So if you want epic sex and an epic relationship, you actually have to prioritize you, your own embodiment of your pleasure and make sex and relationships and pleasure a priority and not just your career or your business. Now the third way to ensure conscious leaders never have epic sex and relationships again is to affirm that pleasure is selfish. This one is really big. If you're an activist, if you take a big stand for something and you've done that since you were little, I have seen this in some of my personal clients that when you're raised with a mission and you know, you have a mission in life early on, and that becomes the focus of your life. It's easy to put aside what you want and your own pleasure and your desires for the sake of the greater mission and vision. And as a conscious leader, because most of us have this mission and vision behind what we do and why we're doing it. It is good because it drives us to continue doing it until we do succeed, right? But it also becomes an issue because we begin to view our pleasure as something that's selfish and maybe we shouldn't focus on that because we have so many more important things to do. So if you want to ensure that you never have epic sex and epic relationships, you have to continue affirming that your pleasure doesn't matter. And not only does it not matter, but it's selfish if you make that a priority in your life, which is the furthest thing from the truth, because when you prioritize your pleasure, You make time for that, you create space for that in your life, you tap into your feminine, you tap into what lights you up, you tap into the deeper embodiment of your pleasure, and that comes across in your energy and how you show up in the world, and it magnetizes people to you without you having to try so hard, without you having to do all of the things. If you want epic sex and pleasure, then affirm that pleasure is not selfish, and that it does matter. It's actually selfless. If pleasure and orgasms bring you closer to God, if they bring you to the present moment, if they tap you into what matters, how could that be selfish? How in the world could that be selfish? Okay. The fourth way to ensure conscious leaders never have epic sex in relationships, again, is to keep bypassing your sexuality and embodiment on the spiritual journey. Oh my God, this one, (laughs) I see this one everywhere. So many conscious leaders and people on the personal growth and development and spiritual journey do this constantly. They don't ever look at their sexuality or their pleasure. I remember when I first started as a sex coach and I first started working in 2018, I would go to the yoga studios. And talk to them about doing a JDEG workshop or some sort of embodiment workshop or pleasure workshop. And the looks I got, <laughs> the comments I got were very, very interesting. And I found it interesting that people who are so into spirituality and personal growth and development would be so defensive or an absolute fuck no to anything around embodiment or pleasure which just surprised me. Now there were a couple of people that were super into it and that's actually how I got started in my business as I did live workshops and people were able to experience what I did and the magic that I could facilitate for them. And then they would sign up and to my uh, online coaching packages. So that's actually how I got started was running workshops and yoga studios in New Orleans. So thank you for those of you that allowed me to do that and it being a kind of a far out thing at the time. And it still is in many, many places, but it's interesting to see how many people on the spiritual journey still have hangups and issues around pleasure and sexuality and how they don't want to talk about it, how they just bypass it and say, oh, that doesn't matter. You know, that's not important. We don't talk about that. And they do the same thing that the Christians do around it. And then the same thing that basically every other religion on the planet does around pleasure and sex is they sweep it under the rug and act like it doesn't matter. And they create a huge guilt and shame body over everyone that actually has the awareness that something's not in alignment here. Why do I feel terrible about my sex life and my pleasure? And I'm in a healthy relationship and I'm with the perfect person for me. And I still can't let myself enjoy it, right? So these people are the ones that I'm I'm grateful are beginning to become aware of the disconnect. So yeah, if you want to ensure you never have epic sex and relationships again, then keep bypassing your sexuality. Keep pretending you know, like your pleasure doesn't matter. All right, the fifth way is to continue to proclaim that you don't need a man because you're already whole and complete. Oh my god. <laughs> I would say this is the number one problem I see in conscious communities or with conscious leaders is that because they've been brainwashed into this new age belief system that, uh, it's, it's of hyper independence, basically that has said that, you know, you are your own personal sovereign being. And while that's true, that doesn't mean you don't need other people <laughs> and how I see people take this literally that they do will sit here and proclaim that they don't need anyone to make them whole and complete. Okay. Sure. You don't need anyone, but you know, you want someone. So maybe stop saying that because you continuing to say that you don't need a man or you don't need a woman to feel whole and complete is actually just affirming to the universe. Oh, universe. It doesn't matter. I don't really need a partner. Even though I really, 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 really want one desperately. You're contradicting yourself. You're contradicting your intentions with your thoughts and your words. And the universe gets confused and it just keeps giving you more of what you say that you want, which is that you don't need someone. So you don't get someone. I've seen this in many conscious leaders is that they will have these amazing seven and eight figure businesses and they're single and they've been single for a long time. And (laughs) when I ask them about it, they're like, Oh, you know, I don't need anyone to make me a whole thing. I'm like, I didn't ask you that. I didn't ask you why you don't have someone. And they'll just say it that it's like, it's a, an automatic response. Like, Oh, I don't need someone. I'm like, Oh my God, chill. <laughs> like we weren't talking about whether you needed someone. I just asked if you had someone. So this is really common in spiritual communities and the conscious spaces that they've taken it way too seriously. And it's actually a hyper trauma response of hyper independence and hyper independence happens when you don't let anyone in. You build up boundaries so thick that you don't let anyone in, which leads me to the next number 6 is to put up impenetrable boundaries. So I don't think I said that word very clearly. <laughs> it was to put up impenetrable boundaries so that your wounds around the masculine and feminine don't arise. Oh, this is so common you conscious leaders it's so common I know a lot of us have been wounded we've been hurt we've gone through multiple relationships and breakups and our you know especially if you've experienced sexual abuse or trauma big t or little t trauma it comes up and then we end up having uh, because of this hyper independence we put up these impenetrable boundaries where we won't let people in or we won't make eye contact with men or we won't Uh, be open to talking with them or meeting them because they just look at us and like, Oh, well she acts and carries herself. Like she's miss independent and doesn't need a man. So I'm not even going to try or talk to her. Right. That's what's happening right now with many conscious leaders is that, especially if you're a woman is that if you carry yourself that way well no wonder you are single (laughs) if that's the case Uh, because that's the impenetrable boundaries that you put up you might not be able to see them but anyone can feel them from a mile away okay one more around being single so this is number seven if you're single continue to set your standards so high that no one fits them oh this is a big one this is such a big one. I've seen many women who have just these ridiculous standards. They want to manifest a sacred partner or a sacred relationship. And yet everything they want is just like, Oh my God, I I get it. And of course you want to have the triple gold relationship and all of this, but at the same time, people are human and people are flawed. (laughs) Like we all have our crappy aspects we all have personality traits that can be annoying and definitely not ideal we all have our things so if you set your standards to where no one can possibly fit them then you're never going to attract that relationship so if you want to ensure that you never have an epic relationship again then continue to set your standards so high that no one fits them Okay, number eight is, (laughs) this one's a good one, to go on plant medicine retreats, but never address your sexual trauma head on with a trauma informed sex coach, to never do any sexual healing work, but just assume that the plant medicine is going to heal all of your sexual trauma and you won't actually have to look at it. You won't actually have to go in and do your own shadow work around that. You won't actually have to heal your inner child around that stuff. And the plant medicine is just going to do it all without you having to do anything. <laughs> this is the epitome of spiritual bypassing around your sexuality. So if you want to ensure that you never have epic sex, just go do all of that and assume that the medicine's going to fix everything. Now, while this can be a great in to your trauma, it is not going to heal it. Listen to that and listen to it closely. While the medicine might be an end to the trauma, it might allow you to make contact with it when before and previously, you may not have even been able to contact it. It's not going to heal it. You actually have to do the work, sweetheart. Yes, you do. All right, so number nine, if you want to ensure that you never have epic sex and relationships again, then you should assume that sex should always be great without putting any effort into it or learning anything new and that relationships should just either work or then when they don't or when they become difficult, you should just give up. Sex and relationships are learned skills, my loves. No one got taught how to have epic sex. No one got taught about pleasure. As a woman, you definitely didn't get taught about pleasure or how to experience pleasure or embody your pleasure. You just didn't. And you definitely didn't get taught about how to have epic sex within a relationship just because that's not something no parents could properly model for you, even if they wanted to. They just can't because it's not an, it's not appropriate. So you don't get modeled that you have to create it. And it means learning things. It means learning about your body, learning about your sexuality, learning about relationships, obtaining relationship skills, learning about Tantra, learning about your energy body, awakening your sexual energy, all of these things. So if you really want epic sex and an epic relationship, you actually have to learn the skills in order to have those things don't assume you're going to know them because you're not you didn't get taught them and that's not your fault it's just how it is so don't give up on a relationship just because it gets hard it means that you have to learn new skills you get to heal some old wounds and when you do and you're open to it you can if you want to you can heal those things okay number 10. To ensure you never have epic sex and relationships, again, you need to continue stuffing down your emotions about sex and pleasure itself, even though you know this is terrible and you would never do this around any other area of your life. I know you're already emotionally intelligent, so why don't you carry this emotional intelligence over into how you experience pleasure and your sexuality? Hmm. This is because many people are afraid to go there. This is the most vulnerable areas to really crack the lid open on and I get it and it can be very challenging and it can feel very vulnerable and tender to crack the lid open on the emotions that you carry around your pleasure and your sexuality. But when you do, it's the most freeing thing on the planet. It really is the portal to liberation. So if you want to have epic sex and relationships, you actually have to address how you feel about your pleasure and your sexuality as well not just say oh i'm all about experiencing the emotions i am completely emotionally intelligent i know what to do with my emotions i know how to move energy through my body all these things but then you don't actually do it around sex and pleasure it's not helping you so crack the lid open a little bit have a courageous heart and allow yourself to go there and you can change this okay number 11 so if you want to ensure that you never have, never have epic sex and relationships as a conscious leader, continue believing that your body is broken. <laughs> ah, so many, so many of you start on the conscious journey because there's a part of you that has struggled with body itself and you were probably attracted to the spiritual journey or personal growth and development because you wanted to overcome challenges you have had with your body or your health or any of those things. And you've never really thought about how you might also feel broken in your body. Maybe you're only able to orgasm in one way, or you can't orgasm at all, or you struggle with premature ejaculation or erectile dysfunction, any of those things. So if you want to have epic sex and pleasure, you have to work through this belief, this unconscious belief. It's so deep and rooted inside of us from a very early age that your body isn't broken, that it works just fine. You're already multi-orgasmic. You were born multi-orgasmic and to get back to that state, it's going to take some work, of course, but you can get there and your body is indeed not broken. Everyone can experience orgasms in the way they want if they put in the effort and they do the healing and the integration required to reconnect with your wholeness and with your body's capacity. So, you know, becoming multi-orgasmic, for example, if you can only orgasm in one way, then you stop doing it that way for at least half the time. And then you try different ways. So your body has to create these new neural networks in order to give you a different experience. So yeah, not only takes healing and integration, but it takes your body actual time to learn how to do and accomplish a new thing. Please know that your body is not broken. (laughs) Okay. Number 12, If you want to ensure you never have epic sex and pleasure again, just keep repeating affirmations in the mirror, even when you've never done any somatic and embodiment work around your sexuality. Just keep repeating them in the mirror. Anyway, you must solve problems on the same level of mind. They were created. Let me say this again. You must solve problems on the same level of mind. They were created. How you show up sexually is primarily determined by your unconscious mind and your limbic mind. Repeating affirmations until you're blue in the face is not going to work on a mind that literally does not have the capacity to experience those nice things you're saying about yourself to believe them. So you can say it all day long and I can't even, I I can't even tell you how many women They're like, Oh, I know all of these things are true. I know that I'm free to express myself sexually. I know that my sexuality is a source of empowerment and I know that my sexuality is important, but I don't feel that it is. I don't feel that it is. Why is this? This is because there's a disconnect between the conscious mind and the, the unconscious and the limbic mind, all sexual issues, all issues around your pleasure, They exist on the level of the subconscious and the limbic. So you must go to that level of mind to change it. And affirmations are not the way to do it. Somatic work and embodiment work, like I do in my programs, is how you do it. Okay. Number 13, to ensure you never have epic sex and relationships as a conscious leader, just continue to have a, pos- a positive mindset around your body and sexuality and everything will be just fine. <laughs> this one's almost laughable. Uh, and it, it has to, it goes back to the last one, number 12, Uh, that you can't think your way into healing and integrating your sexuality, experiencing more pleasure and the relationship of your dreams. Having a positive mindset around your sexuality is almost always, but not always. And I'll tell you the one exception why it's almost always the last phase of healing and integrating your sexuality into all parts of your life. It doesn't work to go top down until you have gone bottom up first. For sexual healing and really connecting back to body and pleasure, it goes bottom up almost all of the time. Now, the only time that that doesn't work is when you have such a, a deep seated mindset and narrative around sexuality and pleasure that you don't even have access to the unconscious body mind. So you have to actually begin telling yourself a new story just to even crack your body open so that you can get into the somatic world so some people are so disconnected from their body they're so numb that they can't even access the body mind without having to tell them a new story first but that's pretty rare and it generally only happens when someone has experienced overt sexual trauma big t trauma and they have never done any work to heal it before they've never been to therapy they've never Uh, Done any breath work, embodiment, anything like that. So always bottom up unless there is something keeping you from even accessing the deeper body mind in the first place. All right, the 14th way to ensure that as a conscious leader, you never have epic sex or pleasure, or just to read a ton of books or listen to tons of podcasts or watch YouTube videos and never actually do the work. All of the attachment theory understanding. All of the sex skills and techniques, all the tantra books, all the polyvagal theory, all the quantum physics books in the world, they're not going to help you have epic sex and manifest the life of your dreams or the relationship you really want. If you don't actually take action and embody what you have learned, simply learning more things and obtaining more information does not change anything practicing and embodying what you have learned is what changes it, taking action on it. So yeah, continue listening to the podcast, watching the YouTube videos, uh, reading the books until you're inspired enough to actually take an action. Uh, but just know that you're not going to really change anything until you do. Okay. The 15th way to ensure that you never have epic sex and relationships as a conscious leader is to journal prompt your way to it. Again, journaling doesn't put you in the level of mind required to heal, integrate, and align to epic sex. You can't journal prompt your way through shadow work or embodiment. You have to actually feel it in your body. And while sometimes journaling can get you again, it can crack the door open on feeling some things in your body, it's not really putting you in your body because you're still writing and you're still using your conscious mind. You're not fully in the somatic world. So I definitely know of some sex coaches that are doing this, and I'm thinking, what are you doing? <laughs> like how much how much change and transformation are you actually facilitating in people's lives? Because they, they're working on a, a conscious mind level and that's not where the issue lies. So again, you're not going to journal prompt your way to epic sex and relationships. I'm sorry if you thought that that was possible. You might get somewhere with it, but you're not going to get where you really want to be. All right, my loves. I'm so excited you're here. Thank you for listening and thank you for continuing to follow me on my own journey. I want you to go check out the sex goddess quiz. You can go to bit.ly, that's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash sex goddess quiz and take the quiz to learn how you can become an embodied sex goddess today. Thank you so much and we'll see you next week. Bye.